You are now listening to the Cruise Control Podcast here on SoundCloud and iTunes. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. Today we have Mr. Anthony Isaacs of Knicks Nation. Lots to talk about going on in the world of New York Knicks basketball here in New York City. Mellow traded, KP's the man. Frank Natilakina, the next Kyrie Irving, <laughs> all that good stuff. Again, Anthony Isaacs of Knicks Nation. He's on Twitter at Knicks Nation. And what's up, my man? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, Randy? Doing good, man. Uh, can't complain. Are you Are you excited for another great season of New York Knicks basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a great season, but I'm pretty excited to watch these young guys grow into uh, you know, potential superstars and you know, I'm excited to watch Tuesday's game versus the Nets, and, you know, we'll see. Oh, yeah, big-time game. Knicks in, in Brooklyn, big-time uh, big oh, yeah, matchup. rivalry right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know there's a lot to talk about, um, but you are from Knicks Nation. Um, Mellow to Thunder, KP in the third year, no more Phil Jackson. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a few, but... You know, you're you're one of the few guys on Twitter who who is a Knicks fan, and you keep it real, and and you say things that, you know, other fans may not want to hear. Whether the Knicks are gonna make the playoffs, the Knicks are not gonna make the playoffs. They're not that good. Um, they gotta get better. They gotta trade Melo, or they gotta get rid of Phil Jackson. Um, it's a it, it's really a brand new season for us, and there's no Phil, no Melo, so there's no drama linger, lingering around the the team. So. What are like two, three main things that you're most excited to see about this year? Well, the main things I'm most excited to see is, as I said before, is the growth of the young guys. You know, I really want to see what Frank Nilakina turns out to be. I mean, so far watching these practice videos, he looks—he looks, he looks like he has a little, you know, pizzazz to him. So I'm excited to see what he brings, and I'm excited to see what uh, Ennis Cannon brings from OKC. I mean, he's getting paid like 18 mil, so. I want to see if he's worth all that money. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. I don't know if I'm excited, but I want to see what Joakim Noah brings this year. You know, he has a lot to prove to Knicks fans. He gets paid a lot of money. And mm-hmm. last year was a down year for him. And uh, he has he has to deal with the shoulder situation. And uh, he also has to deal with the, I think he has like 10 games left on his suspension. So we're not going to get him back till about like, uh, I don't know who they played 10 games in, but I just want to see how, you know, everything meshes. You know, we have a good um, mesh of young guys and a good mesh of veterans like Jared Jack and Ramon Sessions. And I just want to see how they all come together and and then utilize Jeff Warnesek's system because it seems like Jeff wants to run up and down the court and uh, play a fast-tempo offense compared to last year when they were just, you know, playing the triangle offense and everything was slow and but yeah, man, I'm just excited to see the young guys. I want to see what Tim Hardaway Jr. is his comeback. I want to see what he brings. He's a good scorer. He's a he's a fast paced guy, and I'm just excited to see the young guys grow. Do you think uh, they're gonna do the "I'm Coming Home" montage for Tim Hardaway Jr.? <laughs> no, I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, I'll be pretty shocked if they do that. But I, I like Tim Hardaway Jr. You know, they signed yeah. up for that big contract. Everyone was, uh, you know, going crazy over it, but. I mean, the way the NBA is nowadays, these these, these big contracts, we just saw Russell Westbrook get over $200 million. Damn right. It's ridiculous. Um, so I think, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., I think he's worth it. 
no. And I think he's going to prove that this year. He's going to be our starting shooting guard, and I have big, big aspirations for him. I think for me, like, you know, you mentioned earlier the fact that I may not be as excited to see this, but I think it's very interesting to see, you know, first time in a long time, a New York Knicks head coach get to run his own system without Phil Jackson triangle lingering over. Um, And and I think, you know, even guys like Derek Fisher were put in in a bad spot where, you know, he wanted to do his, you know, his own thing and really couldn't do it. And when he did, he he, he was no longer the coach. And now Jeff Hornacek uh, has a full, fresh year reign uh, of freedom to to, to do, uh, you know, to run his offense. And then, like, if it doesn't work, then we can say, all right, Jeff, it just – it just didn't work regardless of what happened. But I think he gets a, a, a full free reign um, offense to, uh, uh, with these guys. And I think that's, to me, the most intriguing part of this season. Exactly. Like you said, last year he had, all well, the past few years, Phil Jackson's just been hampering this triangle nonsense. But now I feel like we're actually going to see Jeff Hornacek coach his style of basketball. And, you know, last year the, the Every, some people were calling for his head. Some people wanted to get him fired, but it wasn't fair because he wasn't running what he wanted to run. He was running what Phil Jackson wanted to run. But now right. I think that now he doesn't have Phil in his ear and during practices, you know, trying to get him to run the triangle. And I think Jeff, you know, he, he's got to run a fast-paced offense, and I think that bodes well for this team that we have. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really at the point where listen. Like what else? What else can go wrong? D. Fisher did not work. Exactly. It, that was like that was like a year and a half project. Jeff Hornacek, I, I think he got a bad rap last year. Like we all agree. So just seeing him go out there and run his own thing would be very, a very beneficial, to, especially to a lot of, lot of these young guys. Um, the Knicks added a lot of people um, uh-huh. to get it right. Ennis Cantor, Doug McDermott, Michael Beasley. Frank Natilakina, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Ramon Sessions, who who went on the record saying that Frank N- N- Natilakina is the next coming of Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> Jared, ja- hopefully, hopefully, and, and Jared and Jared Jack. So that's one, two, three, four. F- that's like seven guys added to to this roster. All, all. I mean, all, I see, all it seems like every year we there's new pieces on the Knicks. Yeah. Mean, we have to, you know, the chemistry is, is will be an issue, but I expect them to get. Out of the gate, I don't expect them to, you know, come off like uh, I don't expect them to win a lot of games coming out the gate. But as time goes on, they'll mesh well and they'll start to build that chemistry, and hopefully, we'll, you know, win some games. Okay, real quick, I, I I'll put that roster question to the side. I know I know you had a poll on Twitter a few days ago, and you put thirty-one victories. Now, do you think that? That's the margin they'll get because they won what thirty one last year, right? Yeah, something like that. So, you, so, you, so you're saying that they're gonna win the same same uh, same amount of games and they won't get any higher, nowhere near the playoffs, right? Uh, yeah, I I, I believe they're gonna win like, you know, I want to say like twenty five to thirty two games, somewhere around that area. Wow, that I would 25. like to see make the playoffs. I mean. The East is really bad, so that's that's why the I Knicks know. have a chance to make the playoffs because we actually have some talent on this team. You know, Porzingis is coming in as the focal point of this offense. We'll see if he, you know, leads his troops to the playoffs. But you know, I, I think we will make the playoffs. I mean, I don't sound too confident saying that, but mm. I'm hoping for it because 
we miss playoff basketball here in New York. It's been a while. Hey, listen, man, with the way the Eastern Conference is, is, is looking right now, 25 victories can get you the eighth seed. Exactly. And when you get guys like Jimmy Butler and Paul George and Carmelo and, 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 and whoever else goes from one conference to, to the freaking loaded Western Conference, hey, I, I think Porzingis said the best where, you know, he, he, he doesn't want the season to be like, you know, well, well, everybody left. So now we can make the playoffs. So, you know, he doesn't want to have that mindset, which I think he's, you know, taking on the 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 leader role but at the same time I'm like I'm like Ant me and you like listen if if they all leaving and we can make the playoffs and be a six seven eight seed depending if 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 they all play well and healthy I'll take it yeah I'll take it too and we'll see if Scott Perry has a couple more moves in his sleeve because right now we have a lot of bigs so I'm assuming that you know they're gonna try to move somebody for you know let's say uh, another wing or another guard but. I think they can make the playoffs. Like the week, the East is weak. They should make the playoffs. And Porzingis and with Hardaway, um, you know, it, it, it gives us hope. I mean, now that Melo's gone, I mean, some Knicks fans are, are sad about that. But you know, Melo did bring a lot to this city. I mean, this is his home, and it's right. sad to see him go. But you know, it, it's just something that needed to get done, man. It was just a you know, a, a cancer th- throughout the league and. You know, I'm glad to see Melo. You know, now he's in OKC. He gets a chance to compete with a championship. And we'll just see how that goes. But now we're just focused on, you know, the young guys building a foundation here in New York. And, you know, the future is bright. I'll put it that way. The future is bright. Now, did you think that Melo was going to be here at least for one more year or make it till February? Or did you feel like once he started adding Cleveland and Thunder to his list of destinations that you figured – before training camp, Melo was going to be out of here. As training camp neared, I really thought that a trade wasn't going to go down. Like, I even tweeted that. I was like, yeah. like there's no way possible a trade's going to go down. Like, training camp was like a few days after the trade actually went down. But I didn't think he was going to leave until – I thought – like, I, I knew he was going to leave, but as training camp neared, I didn't think they were going to trade him. I mean, I thought they were going to wait till the offseason, you know, build some of his value back up, see what he brought with the young guys, and um, I thought he was going to get be in a next uniform to at least the, the trading deadline in February, but um, that didn't happen. How would you, as a fan, how would you kind of dissect or explain or describe Melo's New York Knicks tenure? And I ask that because I did see you tweet earlier, maybe I read it wrong, but you you still feel like Melo's going to end – uh, his career as a New York Knicks, right? Yes, I do. I really believe that, too. But uh, how do I feel? Um, you know, when Melo came here in 2000, what was it, 2012? Uh, I think 11. No, he, 2011. Yeah. He really, like, with that team, with Amari Stoudemire, it, you know, it really brought excitement back to the city. Absolutely. Like, I remember, I remember the day of the trade, like, I was ecstatic like I, the Knicks were back like I thought we were gonna you know go to the finals and you know start winning <laughs> yeah. championships because we you know we were craving that 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 star we were yeah. craving you know just just being back in the dance being back in the playoffs and you know first couple of years it didn't really work out and 
Um, we had that run with all the veterans in 2013, I believe, and yeah. made it to the second round. I really thought we had a chance to be Indiana, but then we didn't. And, you know, it was just it was just a lot to deal with. I mean, Melo, you know, he's a great guy. You know, he, he said all the right things. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, like like um, Scott Perry said, he's a professional. You know, it, it's, it's really sad to not see it work out in New York since this is his home and this is, you know, where it all started. But, you know, it's unfortunate that we got to move on for him. But I really believe that towards the end of his career that he will be back in New York because uh, I really believe that he he still thinks his unfinished business here to deal with. Yeah, and and I think for the most part, I, I think I think it goes both ways. Where you know you can't put everything on Mello. You know, obviously, uh-huh. where you know he has to go out there with less than subpar talent or subpar talent, and you say, hey, you know, when Phil Jackson said, I think we can make the playoffs, and then when you look at the roster, it's like with who? I mean, outside of Mello and KP at the time, and it's like. Yeah, Amari was was great for that first year. Then they added Chandler and the Billups and all these guys. But it's like, I just think anybody who they added wasn't healthy for 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 the, for the whole duration. Melo was the only real really healthy guy. I know Melo missed games, but he was the only healthy guy out of everybody who they added. And it's like you expect yeah. him to to win forty, forty five, fifty games. They did in twenty thirteen. But they had the they had the veteran leadership, Kid, Kurt Thomas, and, and Camby, and, and those guys. But I think for the most part, it just they couldn't surround him with the proper talent that he has right now in freaking OKC, which is the best talent he's he's ever had in 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 his career. So he goes to you know Westbrook and Paul George and a totally different organization than the one he left. And and to be honest with you, Ant, he looks he looks happy. You know, we, yeah, he does look happy. I'm mean, seeing the press conferences and stuff. He looks, you know, relieved that you know all the burden is not going to be on him. That he has help, actually. Right. I'm, I'm happy that he looks happy. He's smiling. He's cracking jokes. He got the haircut. <laughs> you know, so it's a wholly, <laughs> to, totally different mellow. And I'm like, listen, you know, I I, I like the guy. He's def- definitely a great guy. He he tried his best here in New York. It just couldn't get it done. Not because he had all the talent and they just couldn't win games. It just they didn't surround. They didn't surround him with enough adequate uh, talent, and I think for the most part, that that's what gets lost in the shuffle. Exactly. They didn't. They didn't surround him with the pieces, and when they did, you know, all those pieces were towards the end of their career. So, you know, the, the following season, all those guys basically retired. It was basically like another restart, and you know, we we just kept losing, and um, it's sad because I think Phil Jackson really hampered that because he he brought Melo's value down he he made it seem like you know he was like a, a d-list player which he's not you know he's still a he's still a star in this league he's still a great scorer and you're gonna see that in OKC I mean I hope those guys you know beat Golden State even even how crazy as that sounds but I hope they do well and hopefully you know they make it to the dance but we just gotta focus on what's here in New York and I'm just excited about seeing all these young guys and French, Frenchy, Frenchy Fry, whatever. <laughs> we'll give him that nickname, French Fry. And then, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm just excited about you know the young guys and hopefully you know we build something like 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 the other teams in the league.
Oh yeah, definitely. And, and, and you know, him and him and with OKC, are you? Has it uh sunk in yet? Are you used to seeing Melo in an Oklahoma City Thunder uniform yet? Because it's still white, orange, and blue. Nah, man. When I first saw it, I was like, it's like it's like seeing your ex girlfriend move on. It's like weird. Like I felt yeah, some type quick, of way. Like, like the next day, I didn't know what to. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of it, man. Like. It's, you know, he's been a Nick for so long. Like, I thought he was going to end his career here, but mm-hmm. you know, it was really weird seeing him in OKC jersey. I mean, it doesn't doesn't look right on Melo, but the more he plays, the more it would look right. Going back to the people that the Knicks added, um, who are you more most intrigued about seeing? I mean, I mean, I think obviously uh, Natila Kino, but anybody else of the veterans that they added, do you feel like, you know, could be – could be that difference maker that the Knicks desperately needs? Um, I really, uh, I'm hoping for big things from Porzingis. Like, I really want to see him grow into that superstar talent. Right. I want to see him make the all-star team. I want to, you know, see him be that big guy who, who can't miss from the outside. I want to see, you know, big things from him. I also am intrigued from uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., I think, this is a coming out year for him. I really think he has a big year as well. And uh, the most, like, I, I really just want to see Frank grow into this point guard that, you know, New York has been missing for quite some time. And hopefully we found it in, in, in Frank. I mean, it's going to take some time. He's going to go through some struggles. It might not it might not happen overnight. But, you know, we'll, we'll be patient with him. He's only, what, 18 years old. So, mm. you know, he, he has a lot of time to grow in this league and hopefully New York fans are, are patient with him, which we have not been <laughs> for the past oh, decade or so. But, you know, those are the main guys I'm excited to see, you know, grow as a unit because that's the main future. Frank, uh, Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. And, uh, you know, the, I want to see also the European guys uh, do well too, because, uh, last year, um, they started to, towards the end of the season, they really started to mesh and, you know, it's up, I felt like they were building something mm-hmm. um, towards uh, the end of the season. and um, So, yeah, I just want to see them grow. And like I said, hopefully we make it to the playoffs. We should because the East is really, really bad. Well, you know, according to Ramon Sessions, Frank is the next Kyrie Irving, so we're good. <laughs> I hope so, man. Like, when I first saw that, I was like, come on, man. You can't be saying that in New York. It's going to be like all over the front page. On the paper, and everyone's gonna now. Now everyone's gonna hold him, you know, to, to all these high standards and think he's he's Kyrie Irving. That that's unfair for the kid. Okay, so so which one which one do you or would you believe more? Frank is the next is the next Kyrie, or Michael Beasley is Carmelo Anthony on, on the left hand side of uh, on the floor? <laughs> I want I want to believe Frank is the next Kyrie. <laughs> Michael Beasley has been in the league for a while, and I mean, although he can score and he's he is a scorer like Melo. Mm-hmm. He's not mellow. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but he's mellow on the left hand side. <laughs> that's what he's trying. To, that's what he's trying to tell you. Then he was, he was, you know, he he said a couple of crazy things in the media too. I mean, we can tell it's going to be a long season with with Beasley and his comments. So I'm in for that ride too because I'm excited to see what what else he has to say. I like, uh, you know, I like I like Beasley, man. I, you know, maybe it just didn't work out with. Miami and Milwaukee and everywhere, everywhere else he, he he went to. But I guess if there's a guy that can you know can get you at least 15 a game, 
that can kind of help Porzingis with the offensive load. Um, is he going to get 20 a game, 25 a game, all-star? Probably not, but I think he's a guy that can get you a bucket here and there because you don't want Porzingis going out there and, and really being the load right away on him. But like Tim Hardaway Jr., I think Tim Hardaway, Beasley, and, and KP will be the focal point of the offense until Cantor gets involved and Frank and, and so on and so forth. But I think Beasley is very interesting, and I think he can do some work if he gets the playing time. Now, if he starts, I don't know, but if he gets the PT, he'll be good. Yeah, like I think he's interesting too. But um, um, I don't know if he's going to start right now because I think they're going to you know, go towards the younger guys. But I'm interested to see what he can do as well because he, he's, like, he, he's shown he can score the ball. He can definitely put the rock in the, in the hoop. And uh, hopefully, you know, the young guys will pick his brain because he's been in the league for about like eight years now. So hopefully he can he can teach the young guys some of his tricks too. The comparison that that, that, that I always make with Poising is, is, is with Dirk. I think everybody makes that comparison. But if you look, if you go back and look at the numbers, you know, Dirk, did not really hit his stride until like year four. KP is year is in year three now. Dirk was doing his thing in year three, but we saw Dirk Nowitzki, eleven time All Star consecutive from two from O two on, and that was year four. Now now KP is in year three. Again, there's no Phil, there's no mellow. He can kind of do what what he wants. He's he's still in, in his freaking young twenties. Do you think that the pressure will, will will get to him, or do you feel like what you're seeing from media day and then training camp so far that you know he's going to be ready for that challenge? That's a good question because you no, know, last year when Melo was out, it seemed like the pressure was getting to him, and uh, he, he started making these 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 young what young players make his mistakes, and he started doing some uh, you know these dumb things on the court, but. I'm hoping the pressure doesn't get to him because, you know, New York needs him. Like he he he's our next guy. Like he we're we're gonna count on him for the next ten years mm-hmm. and fifteen years. So I'm I'm hoping that you know Melo taught him how to deal with the media, and I'm sure he has. But I hope the pressure doesn't get to him, and I hope the media doesn't bash him into this guy that's just you know constantly thinking of what he's done wrong and you know just constantly thinking I think so I, I hope I hope that the pressure doesn't get to him but that's that's remaining to be seen I mean we'll we'll see it during this year and uh but yeah that that was a good question because I, I really don't know because you know this is his first year alone basically as a, right. as a guy so uh we'll see now, as of right now, we don't know who who the starting five is outside of Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, I, I guess we can put in Cantor. We can. I'm not too sure if they'll start Frank right, uh, right away, and we don't know who the three man is. So, if if this was up to you, outside of Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr., who <laughs> who would be the starting five? See that's the thing. I mean, if they want to go to this, to this young, you know, yeah, this young roster, they want to do a youth movement. I would start Frank. I would, you know, just throw him in the fire. I would see what he can do. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to start one of the veterans, either Ramon Sessions or Jared Jack. And I think they're going to start Hardaway and Courtney Lee back to back at the two and the three, mm-hmm. and either Porzingis 
and Cantor at the four or five. I think I think it's going to come down to Jared Jack being the starting two guard because of his experience and he can you know direct where Przingis has to go and direct an offense because he's been in the league for quite some time now and he has a solid mid range shot. I mean he's a good player and I think Frank will be the first guy off the bench. So I think it's going to be Jack Hardaway, um, Courtney Lee, Porzingis, and Cantor. But we'll see. What do you think? That what do you think the starting five is going to be? Uh, like you said, with the money Cantor is making, he better start. Um, yeah, exactly. Porzingis, like eighteen million. Um, that that point guard is tricky, man. I think you know. I mean, I would put Frank. I mean, I'm I'm tired of seeing Ramon Sessions. To be honest yeah, with you, exactly. I like I like I like Jared Jack, um, but the you know the three man. If you ask me, I would do Cantor, Porzingis, Beasley, Hardaway, Frank. Okay. So now, would that happen? Beasley. No. Because you might need Beasley to come off the bench and give you some kind of offense from from the bench. So th- they might do Tardaway yeah. at the three, Courtney Lee at the two, and then Frank at the one. Yeah, we have a lot of guys that can play. Like I'm interested to see how Jeff Wanasek will manage that lineup or whether or not they're going to release some guys because, you know, of the, other than the five, starting five, I mean, there's a, whole guy, there's a whole bunch of guys on the bench that can play as well and that deserve some playing time. Yeah, and, and and you're right. On paper, they look they look pretty good. Again, playoff team maybe, but you know we didn't even mention Hernan Gomez, Ron Baker, Kuzminskis, mm-hmm. Lance Thomas. So you talk about exactly they're really ten ten eleven deep, but just majority young. Now, can they make the playoffs? Um, in order for that, in order for that to happen, plus Joe Kim Noah, you know, off the bench. Um, they all got to be healthy. KP has to take that next level where, like, it's, it's really on him. He can't be 18 and 9. It got to be, like, 23, 24, and 10, 11, 12, where, like, he's the main focal point of the offense. Now, does that happen? I, I really wish it does because in trying to make a, 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 a an argument of who's the eight teams outside of the, the, the norm of Cleveland, Boston, Toronto, Washington, Miami, and Milwaukee – it gets a little tricky for that 7-8 spot. Philadelphia racked up. Charlotte is still out there. New York is out there. I think when it comes to 7-8, it'll come down to Philly, Charlotte, and New York. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a little, like you said, but besides those four or five teams, it gets a little tricky. Anyone can make it to the playoffs. Like, um, But I, I, I think the Knicks have a chance because we, we have some guys that, that, that are out to prove themselves. Like, Beasley's on a one-year deal. Hopefully he, he, he resurrects and, mm-hmm. like I said, Porzingis and Hardaway. And I just, I'm just interested to see how much they mesh together and how much they play as a unit, how much they play as a team, because that's important. Now, how excited are you to see Porzingis and Melo? I mean, I know they probably... Well, you know what? They might play the same position on, on yeah, opening night. Yeah, they might match up because... Uh, Coming out of OKC, they, they're talking about Melo playing the four, so Ooh. that's Porzingis' <laughs> position. So it's going to be Melo and Porzingis open at night. I like it's it. Be prime time. That's going to be a must watch. I like it, and it's so and it's so ironic that their <laughs> New York is in OKC, and then freaking um, Boston is in Cleveland open at night, and Kyrie goes yeah, to freaking I know. Boston. It's funny. It's funny how that works, right? I mean, I don't know who made that schedule, but <laughs> kudos to them. Exactly. 
I mean, it should be interesting. I, I think, you know, I think once we see game one in Oklahoma City, you know, that's 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 going to be pressure right there. Everybody's going to be talking about I actually, I actually think the Knicks have a chance in that game. I mean, <laughs> call me crazy, but. Oh, man, here we go. It's take a while. <laughs> here we go. It's take a while for OKC to gel. I mean, yeah, they got Westbrook, but, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Like we saw in Miami when LeBron went over there. I mean, they started off slow, so. You know, hopefully the next will pull out a victory and shock the world. I mean, yeah, they beat Cleveland in Cleveland when they had, like, Quincy Acey and whoever else they had <laughs> that night. That was crazy. Yeah, I don't even remember. Was I don't know team. how they won that Yeah, game. you're right. See, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully, I'm not saying they're going to win, but hopefully they give them a little competition. It, you know, it's amazing how, you know, when they ranked Melo 64th, that, like, a week later, Oh, he's part of the big three with Russell and Paul George, but it's like, yo, you just right, ranked him 64. They moved his ranking down to like the 20s or the teens. I'm like, that's crazy. This, nobody likes New York, man. All these, all these newspaper writers and all these outlets, they, they just hate on the Knicks. And, you know, we're used to that, but we have thick six, thick skin. Yeah, but, but New York has to change that too. You, you got to give them, a, get, you got to give the media a reason why to, write or talk good about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. But even even if we do something good, I mean, they, they'll they look at something, something negative and they'll make it a big story. I mean, it's, it's, that's just New York. That's just how we function and that's, that it sells papers. I mean, they don't want to promote positivity. They want, you know, to find the, the lamest story and that, you know, that it grabs people's attention. So, I mean, so as you know, real quick, are you still at thirty-one wins for New York? Yes, I'm at thirty-one wins right now. Thirty-one wins. Put it on the board. Oh man, I, uh, I guess yeah, you know, you know, like I said in the beginning, man, you're a Nick fan who who keeps it real. If if thirty-one is the the number, then I might go a little. I mean, I, I like to think optimistic, just because of how terrible the East is. And I might, I, I want to say 35, something like that. I won't say 40 and all that. Maybe 35, 37, get you AFC, get you game three and four in the playoff in the garden, some, sell some extra tickets, some more hot dogs. I mean, why not? <laughs> why not, right? Why not? I mean, yeah, I mean, 31 may be a little bit low, but, you know, I want to I wanna see how they are during the preseason. I want to judge this team during the preseason, but. Um, I might raise that before the season, but right now I'm at like 31, 32, around there. Real quick, uh, how do you think Melo, Paul George, Westbrook are going to do? I, I, I guess, to, to me, they're, they're the second biggest threat to the Warriors, not the Rockets. San Antonio, I always get the benefit of the doubt. They're always in the mix, but I think from a talent standpoint, that can give Golden State a run for their money. I think now OKC goes right above um, Houston and San Antonio. Um, how do you think they'll do this year? Um, like I said, I think it's going to take them a while to get acclimated. Melo needs the ball to be effective. So does Paul George. Westbrook can kind of you know do his own thing. Average a triple double last year. So I'm not worried about Westbrook. I'm just worried about how that will mesh. Um, like you said, I don't really believe in Houston. Like I, I don't know if that Chris Paul. James Harden experiment is going to work. I like James Harden as a, as a point guard. Last year he proved that he can be an amazing point guard. So yeah. I didn't understand 
I mean, I understood it if they were to bring in Melo, which was supposed to happen. But now that Melo's not there, I don't, I don't really believe in that team. But I just, I think it's going to be Golden State. You know, you can never count San Antonio out of anything. I mean, even if, even if Kawhi Leonard goes down, you know, Greg Popovich, Greg Popovich is a great coach. But uh, I think OKC will be a top three team in the West, and uh, whether or not they can beat Golden State, that's. Um, you know, that's up in the air. I mean, but I just think it's going to be Golden State and Cleveland again. And I think with Cleveland adding Dwayne Wade now, I think Cleveland has a legit chance to beat Golden State in the finals. Last one. And uh, how many times this summer, indoors or outdoors, did you play basketball with a hoodie on? <laughs> zero. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I mean, zero. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't try to be like Melo and play basketball <laughs> with, a, with a hoodie on. I mean, I saw you with a couple of pictures and a, and a video that you were, you know, doing your thing on the court, uh-huh. flashing shots with your hoodie on. So it gave you power. So I might go out there today and with a hoodie on. It's kind of chilly out. So I might play some ball and see if I can actually make a damn shot. And, bro, that was, that was outdoors by the beach. That was tough <laughs> to make 18 shots. Yeah, it must have been, it must have been really hot, huh? You know, that was like 11 in the morning. I said, let me just do it. Let me try it. I missed like 10 before that, so I didn't put that out there. But once oh, I got in the groove, I was good. Warm up. I had to warm up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. That's dope. Um, Anthony Isaacs, Knicks Nation. He's on Twitter, at Knicks Nation. Um, go ahead and check him out. He'll be tweeting the whole entire season. Uh, beginning, what, they, they start Wednesday preseason, right, Brooklyn? I believe it's Tuesday they start. On oh. Tuesday they play Brooklyn. Right. Okay, so you know, ho- you know, hopefully we win because if we lose, and it's, it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a long year. Yeah, if we lose. I'm gonna have like one of my friends is a diehard Brooklyn fan. I'm gonna have him in my ear the whole time. I mean, so B- hopefully we get. BK I mean, it's, it's just it's just preseason, but yeah, never know. BK can be. Uh, listen, when I say interesting, I don't mean playoffs, but I think they'll be a little more fun to watch because of D'Angelo Russell and some other guys. So. You know, at least when the Knicks are not playing, I can be like, all right, I, I, I'll go watch Brooklyn because they got D. Russell on the roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll actually watch them too. Like, they have a couple of young pieces over there too that are excited. I want to see what Russell does. Uh, Jamie Lynn, I want to see how that works out in the backcourt. And uh, Alan Crabb, I think they picked up. So they have a couple of young pieces. All right, last one. Besides New York and the, the, the Cleveland and Golden State, is there – a team out there that you're really high on, that you're really interested in seeing uh, on NBA League Pass or whatever, one team or two teams that you feel like, you know what, I need to watch this team all year long? Uh, I'm going to say the T-Wolves. Okay. I want to see how that works out. I want to see how Jimmy Butler and I think they're going to be a nice sneaky team in the West too. I mean, it might take a couple years, but they're on the upcoming rise, so if I were to purchase a league pass team, I would definitely purchase the Timberwolves because that's that looks like an exciting team. Yeah, I, w- I would have to agree with you. Um, Minnesota, um, I mean, the Lakers because of Lonzo Ball, but everybody's gonna, everybody's going to be watching them. Um, yeah, everybody's they're on national. They're going to be on national TV all the time because of Lonzo Ball. So. Yo, yo, I think how many games? Of the Knicks on national TV, not not a lot, right? No, nah, I don't think this year. 
They're on a lot. I, I want to throw out another. I think it's like 17 or something. Wow. I think the Lakers are on like 40. <laughs> I want to say it's like, yeah, 30, some upper 30s because of the, just the Lonzo Ball fiasco. But, you know, I don't want to be on national TV being embarrassed by all these you know, oh, yeah. newscasters and whatnot. But I'm, I'm perfectly content with just watching it on MSG. I think Minnesota, real quick. I think Minnesota, Boston, obviously with Kyrie. Um, I like Portland. Big Dame Lillard and CJ, CJ McCollum fan. Um, I like Phoenix because of Devin Booker. Um, Giannis in Milwaukee. But as far as the team, top to bottom, I'd probably say Boston and Minnesota. And Philly. Right. Philly's out. Philly, you know, you know. Yeah, there's, I there's see a few Simmons interesting teams. Philly, too. I forgot about them. Ben Simmons coming back. I think he's going to be a nice player, too. I mean, the Atlantic division is going to be nice. I mean, with, with good, young, upcoming players in, in, the, in the Atlantic division. So the Knicks have, uh, you know, mm-hmm. some competition in their way. Right. Last one, KP, all-star this year, yes or no? Yes. Starter or, the he, you know, he gets a pick? I believe he's going to be a starter. Wow. He has to be just how bad, you know, the East is. I mean, if he doesn't make the All-Star team, that'll be, to me, a disappointment. Yeah, I would like to see him get voted on by, by the fans, not just picked by, by the coach. Yeah, I think. that's the thing. Like, I think now that Melo's gone, the fans are going to be focused on voting for Porzingis. So, I, he, I think he's going to make it to the All-Star team. I think so, too. Um, Anthony Isaacs at Knicks Nation. Go hit him up. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, bro. All right.